0: Welcome to Chicago, where the fire serve gold. With the wolves and the hawks, never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south. The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago Sports fan cave, this is the TCSF podcast with your host, Iraq and Big Z. Yeah. Episode 40, brother. 40, big 40. I know it's a big number for us. Yeah. Well, for you first. <laughs> <laughs> well, episode 40 is brought to you by 606 Media, true Chicago sports fans and grit clothing company. Don't forget to check out GrickClothingCo.com and use our promo code TrueFan 15 for 15% off your entire order. That TrueFan TRUFAN15. As always, I am Big Z, and I'm here with my co-host, e What up, E? What's good, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a
2: first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review hopefully five stars, on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show at anchor.fm slash truechicagosportsfans slash support what's good z man how you doing how was your week my week was amazing
1: yeah. brother yeah you know thursday was opening day for the white Sox at home uh-huh. so i was able to go thank you eddie from output thank you thank you thank you um had a great time with a bunch of people met a uh, great crowd everywhere uh we started at turtles which is uh south armor park mm-hmm. then went over to cork and carrie's and that's where i met our, our friends you know, yeah Clothing oh company. yeah the south Siders. the south Sider that's right uh, and then, you know, right now, as we're recording, uh, yesterday was day one of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And tonight's re- day uh, night two of WrestleMania. That's so, right. Yeah, WrestleMania. I mean, it, it's huge, man. This is the Super Bowl of Wrestling. They had 35,000 fans at Raymond James Stadium. Wow. That was sick. That's a lot of people yeah. to go watch some wrestling. For some wrestling, yeah. They even had a rain delay. They had weather issues out there. Yeah,
2: well, because they had that, yeah.
1: Thunderstorms. I feel like.
2: I feel like I remember something like this happening before, where they had an outdoor match or outdoor event, and like th- there was some rain involved.
1: Oh, they, they've had rain, but it was like some lightning, yeah, so they had yeah, to yeah. evacuate the entire, you know. Uh, yeah, I guy. guess that's true. So they, they had like another 35, 40 forty-minute rain delay, but it was still a good show. Um, you know, it's Super Bowl oh, wrestling this type of year. We talked about it last episode. This is this is what I live for. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a two-night event. There was a notable matches uh, this this week, or, or I'm sorry, yesterday with uh, your boy. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. He he came out there with Damian Priest against uh, John Morrison and Miz. Another mm-hmm. one, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, the, the Miz does his job. If you hate him, he's doing his job. Exactly. Right. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, Bad Bunny looked pretty good out there, man. No, oh, bro, he's got the move, man. He's got the moves. He came out there with a good intro, and then uh, he actually surprised me with some moves out there. I mean, I know it's choreographed, and uh-huh. you know sometimes those moves, where they may look offensive. It's yeah. really the other guy doing the entire work, right? Exactly. So exactly, they made him look like a superstar. I, I, that's their job. I, I mean, that's that's what professional. your professionals do. I mean,
2: think about all the people they've brought in the ring over the years. When you had like Mike Tyson and mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, wasn't it Hulk Hogan and Mike Tyson? No, Mr. T. Mr. Mr. T. T was the one with, yeah. with Hulk Hogan and all that stuff. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's the, it, there is a tradition of of outside of wrestling celebrities coming in and having a good time. So it's cool to see him out there.
1: Definitely, another good match was the headliner, which is Bianca Belair versus Women's. Camp, Sasha Banks. Uh huh. They tore the house down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as it is, Bella, it's a freak of nature, dude. She's just a powerful woman, and she and you look at her stature, you're like, there's no way. Right. But she she killed it. Um, these women tore the house down, and they showed that they earned the right to headline the show. Hey.
2: As we've shown on our show, you have the women's sports starting to come up a little bit more, where they're getting more recognized. Well deserved. Um, For example, I want to say Sarah Spain from ESPN. She's she was involved in. The Red um, Stars. She's the, one, of the yeah, one of the owners of the Red Stars, so I mean you're seeing more and more women not only getting involved with sports, but women's leagues growing and growing and, and it's great to see women getting recognized for for what they do. Definitely, definitely. So the thing is is it's like one of the only times that I actually check for wrestling That's so right. I mean we'll be checking out the second half tonight as part of our quote-unquote business meeting, right?
1: That's right. We got to write this off, man. Someone's gotta pay for your lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To be fair, most of our meetings involve drinking beer and watching some type of sports, so uh, it's quali- it qualifies. It's it's kind of what we do. Don't tell the IRS.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z. Today we got some uh, more great content. We're gonna talk about some Bears moves and my thoughts on Matt Nagy, oh. uh, the Blackhawks' newest acquisition. Right. A Bulls implosion despite a huge out- output from All-Star Zach Levine, and as always, Chicago baseball in our three and out segment.
1: Let's go, baby. Yeah. This is The Loop. Our Chicago Sports sports where we keep you in The Loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago.
0: Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago.
1: This is Welcome. Chicago. Doors Welcome. open on the left at Chicago.
0: Welcome,
1: Welcome to Chicago. So, E, any Bears news?
2: Always, always. Another one-year deal for the Bears cornerback Michael Joseph returns on a one-year deal. Joseph re- uh, signed on for his fourth season after the Bears, uh fourth season with the Bears after spending all of the 2020 uh, season on the injury reserve slash COVID-19 <laughs> list. Goodness. Uh, he was an undrafted free agent in 2018 and spent spent most of his first couple of seasons on the practice squad. He's yet to actually play a game for the Bears. So, I mean, it's just another move. Yeah, it's an acquisition
1: without having an acquisition.
2: Um, Former Bears uh, wide receiver Taylor Gabriel, Turbo Taylor, uh, announces his retirement. Um, He's hanging up his cleats, the former Chicago Bears wide receiver. He's retiring after only six seasons. Um, He entered the NFL as an undrafted free agent rookie with the Browns in 2014, where he spent two seasons and he was here for a short time. But the problem that he had here was concussions
1: yeah i mean the average nfl career is about three and a half years mm-hmm. so you know he surpassed the he doubled average up. right he doubled up you know and he he does qualify for the uh, nfl pension now right so you know i mean sometimes you you've got to hang it up and start your, your second career i i really liked gabriel um if you look at his stature
2: he's a tiny guy he's very mm-hmm. similar to tariq cohen he's super super fast but the problem is is that because he's so small as soon as he gets and you saw him dive a lot for the end zone one he here right. with the bears I liked him as a player, but unfortunately, he couldn't stay healthy enough for him to really make an impact. What you did see out of him in that in that twelve and four season the Bears had with uh, Trubisky, that was that was a good season for him. Well, we'll see what he does uh, in his second career. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... yeah, the, the, a lot of these guys bounce uh, back and they they'll and, do a radio yeah. show or something. Yeah. So another storyline to watch: Ian Rapport is reporting the Bears have been discussing a trade involving wide receiver Anthony Miller and a number of teams. Um, the former second-round pick could be on the move. So we kind of talked about this a little bit more uh, before, but <sighs> Anthony Miller, I feel like he's a guy that, that doesn't put in as much effort as he should. He relied on having a couple of good plays early in his career, and that shoulder has just been terrible for him.
1: Yeah, but he, he was always a guy that, you know, the easy passes, the one. They hit him in the, in the belt. Yes, you yes. Drop
2: him. He, he, yeah. he dropped that was easy passes all the time.
1: Anything difficult that was like, you know, yeah. a, a, a 10 rating catch, yeah, he yeah. got that. But, you know, you hit him in the bread breast basket, he's dropping stuff.
2: Yeah, and it was, that was unfortunate. It was frustrating. And and he was – uh, y- you could see when he got frustrated, whether it was because of injury or whether it was because of um, just what he's been able to do or not being able to do on the field, you do see that frustration come out of him. So, you know, I wish him the best in his career. I just don't think that he's – He's got a spot on the Bears right now. Not at all. Um, So another thing, I was listening to the Ross Tucker podcast and he actually brought up a really good point. You know, everyone is piling on Matt Nagy for what uh, he was able to accomplish with a quarterback who the rest of the league considers to be a career backup. And that's Mitch Trubisky. You know, he can get you one or two really good games, but he's inconsistent throughout a season. Now, Granted, last year he got that rug pulled out from underneath him, but again, mm-hmm. Nagy, despite all it is, still managed a 12-4 and season and two 500, 8-8 eight eight seasons, mostly with Mitch under center. Now, Mitch is only going to make 2.5 uh, two mil next year, so that should tell you everything you need to know about what the NFL thinks of Mitch Trubisky. So despite having that guy, the same way we don't appreciate Allen Robinson for what numbers he's put up, mm-hmm. garbage quarterbacks, Blake Bortles and coming over to Chicago and playing with Mitch Trubisky, are we really piling on Nagy unfairly? Um, no. Really? No. For a who do you think? Who, tell tell me what quarterback
1: because they had not He asked for Nick Foles. He got Nick Foles. Nick Foles, and guess what?
2: He got Nick Foles. We already we knew Nick Foles was terrible. Yeah, we did. But what I'm saying is that he, the, he still spent most of the majority of his career as a head coach for the Chicago Bears with Mitch Trubisky under center, and. It's been widely panned as a huge mistake. Agreed, and we know that, and yeah. that's and that's that's a, a moot point to, to discuss that any further. Yeah, we've, we you know. But what I'm saying are... is, do you think that is Matt Nagy being unfairly judged? I'm, be, I'm not, considering I'm not judging the him. fact, considering uh, the fact that he has three uh, seasons of 500. of at least five hundred or better with a bad quarterback, he still managed that in his first three te- seasons of coaching in the NFL.
1: Could he have had a higher record? Yes, because he's made these play calls that, you know, when he first started with the gadget plays, it, it caught up the whole league off guard. And then after that, they adjusted. And guess what? He didn't make his, his adjustment after that. And then the Mitch thing, it's not his fault. That's the, that's the person they put in front of him. That's the, that's the quarterback that they gave him. But what I'm
2: saying is that if you have a better quarterback out there, it, it overcomes the mistake that not only your offensive line makes, your receivers make, your coach makes because you're a more experienced or a better quarterback that can read a defense, Mm -hmm. can overcome that. So you work in collaboration. The problem is is that Matt Nagy really hasn't been allowed to grow really with a quarterback who can actually do what he's asking the quarterback to do and i think that's why they're so so excited right now about what they think andy dalton can bring to the table because at least you've seen hey at least he has some of that decision making Mm -hmm. he might not be better physically than than
1: trubisky but what he can do in the pocket and his decision making should be better he's a pocket passer and nagy's quarterback system is for him to move around so now, now like, hey. He he can still he can still roll out of the pocket if he needs to. It's not like he's
2: 37 years old. He's what 31, 32. If that, okay. you know, it's not like we're talking about Nick Foles. Nick Foles looks like his his shoes are made from cement. <laughs> yeah, it that was the that was the worst thing. It was it was like when you're in I want to say what Mario two. When you start getting stuck in that quicksand and you're like, you, you can jumping. jump all you want and you know you're not getting out, that's watching <laughs> Nick Foles try to run, great, ever. Great reference. It's just, it literally, it looks like, you know, his legs are literally stuck to the ground. It's embarrassing. It, it was t- I was waiting for one of his legs to snap. Just, just a nice, strong breeze, snap. Like, no, that's his shoulder. That's, that's the only sh- thing that breaks up. I don't know, man. Look, all I'm saying is that we have to look at this season upcoming with fresh eyes with a fresh sensibility of what this could be. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you had to deal with what was in the free agent market. You don't have a choice of who's going to become available. It sounded like they did their hardest to get Russell Wilson in here. Even if that was
1: just a carrot.
2: That's what it sounded
1: like. And they can still trade for Russell Wilson.
2: But you need another partner
1: in order to trade because they want a quarterback
2: right and well it's not just that if they do not want to trade russ i think russ was just trying to put it out there realistically it was they were probably using us Mm -hmm. hey look what they're about look what they're trying to do to get me and you already have me build around me use the last few years i got in the nfl and make this team better around me and that was probably just putting pressure on seattle because remember this came from him directly it was his agent that put that out there right so hey I mean what what are, what are you supposed to do with that you, I, I just don't I don't think that I think we have to like I said this season look at it with a clear mind okay you have this this and this you essentially have no excuse
1: show me what you can do show me what you can do with your choices so you're, what you're saying is this year's a shut up a put up or shut up year for him? Cuz it's his last year, right? Or I'm I don't saying, wait, no we don't even know what this contract is. No, right? no
2: we don't. We don't cuz this is a mystery contract. This is one of those things that was um uh, I want to say it was um uh Hugh Jackson who the coach of the uh, the Browns when they they went winless a few years ago. <laughs> he came out and said that the Browns secretly gave him an extension after that happened. No way. Yes. So we don't know. So this so now what that confirms, because he's out of the Browns organization. Because right. you remember when he got fired, he actually came back as like a defensive
1: coordinator. So mm-hmm. it was a weird yeah. situation. They're like, well, we're already paying. Yeah,
2: because they had like, like dude Freddie Kitchens and all this. So oh. they kinda yeah, so they kind of moved around, guys. But what we know now
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that this is a thing in the NFL. Yeah. So is it a possibility that when they're like oh I, they tried to match up the contracts so Nagy and pace had the same contract so they would run out at the same time so that right. they wanted to bring them back they would do it at the same time so on and so forth blah 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 but were these moves made in secret ahead of time that's what i'm saying we'll never know we'll never know all right man z let's do that hockey uh but hey as they say in hockey Let's do that hockey. (laughs) What's going on over at the Madhouse on
1: Madison and the Chicago Blackhawks? Madhouse on Madison News. That's right. Last week, the Chicago Blackhawks announced a purchase of the Rockford Icehawks. There you go. I mean, I I wish it was our other team, you know, the Wolves.
2: But, you know. Yeah, I mean, I want to say they've both been a minor league affiliate of the Blackhawks at one point.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe at one point, but I think Carolina has the uh, wolves, wolves right now. Yeah,
2: and, and it's just because you got those minor league affiliations. They kind of just glom on to
1: wherever they can. Good for them. Yeah. Governor J.B. Pritzker joined the Chicago Blackhawks and the city of Rockford in announcing a $23 million multi multi-year capital project to revitalize the BMO Harris Center. Rockford's largest. Yeah. <laughs> BMO, just, read, the BMO it. Harris. Yeah, I was like... Really? Okay. <laughs> Rockford's largest sports arena and entertainment venue. I don't know who lives in Rockford, but hopefully you're listening. Um, with support from the state and local and private sectors, the project will spur, will spur regional economic development and lay the groundwork for the acquisition of the Rockford-based professional hockey team, the Rockford Ice Hogs, by the, national, by, by the NHL's Chicago Blackhawks. That was a mouthful. Yeah, so, so yeah. basically, the in Look, short, the Blackhawks, are purchasing the, the Rockford right, okay, so then it won't longer no longer be an affiliate, but right. now one of their minor league teams. Correct. Yeah, which is, I think that's good for hockey.
2: It's good for them. It's good for hockey. Uh, you're you're securing a local based uh, minor league team and making it your own. That that drive from Rockford sucks.
1: I, I've never. Been there. No?
2: No, I mean, I no vacation to Rockford. <laughs> no one vacation to Rockford. There's other things they might send you. For the vacation. only thing I know
1: about Rockford is the files. They got good files out of I heard about those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Chicago Blackhawks also made a trade this week. Chicago receives Brent Connolly, Riley Stillman, and the rights to Hen- Henrique. Right? Enrique? Or is it Enrique <laughs> You do whatever you want on that <laughs> one. <laughs> uh Broksturm. Is that right? Brokstorm? Brogstorm. Yeah, yeah. Brogstrom. Brogstrom. Right. Enrique Brogstrom. Yeah, yes. And yeah. <laughs> do the hockey. <laughs> and <laughs> pick from Florida in exchange for Lucas Carlson and Lucas Walmart. So this is a good trade for the for the Blackhawks. We get a little younger. We give away a, a good player in Lucas Carlson, but I think what we get back is gonna service uh very well in the
2: future. Yeah, I mean, you got a young guy, you got an older guy, a vet, and then you also have the rights to a young, a young guy who isn't in yet. Also a pick, I mean... Uh,
1: we draft very well with w- picks.
2: W- they, the Blackhawks do draft very well, and you also, when you are trying to build your team back up, you need as many players as possible, and it looks like that's what they're trying to do here.
1: Yeah, they're taking players, flipping them, and, you know, getting more picks, so I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for it. Last week, the Blackhawks closed out their two-game set with Dallas. You know, they were wearing those uh, mm. roadside assistance uh, jerseys. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> We have a 5-1 loss at the United Center. Dominic League scored for the second straight game uh, as the lone Blackhawks tally and Kevin Lankin and made 29 saves. I mean, the kid's the kids doing well. He's just got no defense to help him out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hawks won the first half of the back-to-back matchups as goalkeeper Kevin Lankin stopped 25 shots at the Blackhawks overtook Dallas Stars and a 42 victory at the United Center. So they got a split. Yeah, they got
2: a split. They they came up in the first one. Uh, looked for, they, they were able to overcome um uh not great start and then unfortunately the uh, the stars took them over in that second half
1: yeah yeah so following that, the dallas double dip mm-hmm. we're keeping it pg people <laughs> don't get crazy uh things look bleak early for the blackhawks who started five game road trip in columbus Ohio. I ohio <laughs> on saturday But the Blackhawks turned a 2-0 hole into a 4-3 victory over the Blue Jackets, including four straight goals to take control of the game until the final minute.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's right. The Blackhawks went down by a pair in the opening minutes, but they rallied with four unanswered goals to take the 4-3 victory. These are the kind of wins you want to see, especially with an inexperienced crew playing the goaltender position. And so we want to know, hey, like, you know that
1: you're going to have to back your guy up. Are you able to do that? Yeah, and a lot of it, again, it's the, the defense. It's letting us down.
2: Right. It, it's it's very similar to you got a rookie pitcher coming out. Your defense better be on point. Right. You know, so you know that if, hey, if, if my if my goalie's a rook or my goaltender is a, is a young guy, we, we got to make sure we back him up.
1: Yeah, that's right. The Blackhawks play the Detroit Red Wings twice this week and the dreaded Nashville Predators three times this upcoming week. I mean, I hope the Blackhawks don't go out, you know, on on, on, on Nashville streets out there, because it's a good time out there.
2: Right? Hmm. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing is that we've talked about this before. The weird clumped up schedule. You're playing yeah. Detroit uh, two games in a row, then Nashville again three times in a row. So, you know. E- It's a good and a bad thing because you can kind of get a look at what they're trying to do to you, but vice versa. So that's, you know, just like they did with the Stars, they're they're
1: splitting the series. So exactly. Uh, What's going on on the other side of the building with only the Bulls? So I want to start the the Chicago Bulls segment with a little bit of controversy. Uh Uh-oh. The Chicago Bulls rookie Patrick Williams was snubbed from the ESPN's 25 Under 25.
2: What the hell, Pat Will? Uh, I mean, DePaul? the 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 Paul. What a I, ter- I don't like that. What name. a terrible name! And it's a ripoff of another player already. Yeah. I mean, make your own name. I, I'm sure he didn't make that name. Um, but look, uh, what, does he deserve to be in the top 25 right now? Under 25. I mean, there's a lot of really good players out there.
1: He's, he's cusp
2: he's on the cusp yeah i mean he's you know he's, someone's opinion. He, he's probably closer to like 27 to 30 yeah you know right now in the nba and remember because he, consistent he, right well I mean, he just hasn't shown to be a superstar yet and he's the youngest guy i mean he's 19 right so he's got time you know what i mean but you still have jason tatum you have um uh what was that luca you got you got so many great young players right now it'll be a while give me a year or two and let's see where he ends up
1: yeah i, I kind of agree with you there but still they should not snub them they always snub Chicago. Especially the White Sox, but we'll get to that later. Oh, bro, that's right. All right, Zach, the man, Levine scored 39 points in the first half of a loss to Atlanta Hawks. Did you watch that game? I did watch that game. Zach was on
2: fire. I mean, he was he was hitting everything, and unfortunately, eventually, he stopped hitting shots. Even at the, towards the, the end of the second half or the second quarter. You saw him kind of uh, chucking him up there, expecting yeah. him to go. He had one leaner that I mean, it was it Yeah, was the leaner boy
1: spit two guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. But, uh, you know, th- the problem was is that they started, the rest of the team just stands there, started spectating. Yeah. And when they came back from the half, I mean, I want to say they were well, up by 10 going into the half. They came back at the half, and um, Atlanta started building a wall around Zach Levine. Yeah. So there were times you saw three men on Levine because you're like, oh, hey, 39 in the first half. We we not that's letting it. you go, bro. That's it. And what happened? Other players not hitting shots. You no, know, mm-hmm. uh, was it Vucci Man? What Mike Logic Voo, yeah, said. Yeah, so that's
1: what Mike Logic says. Vucci Man. Yeah, he had 25. Uh, Atlanta played, you know, the running gun offense and triple team Levine, Levine mm-hmm. and 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 Vucci was you know doing his thing, but it's still not enough. It's not enough because
2: you need the other players to score the basketball. Right. I mean, Thad Young had a couple of good plays, which yes. he has every. He's consistent. Right. You know what you're gonna get he's on double him. double. Um, Danny Tice looked okay, yep. but he he did not get that much play. But the the thing is, is that um, Kobe, Kobe came in and he just wasn't scoring off the bench. He he got his all of his points in. I wouldn't say in the fourth quarter. I think he ended up with ten
1: points. Or yeah, like and, that,
2: and yeah. he had nine straight at yeah. one point. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's like. He, he, you are on the bench for a reason because you can't play you can't you can't score you're too much like Zach Levine well if you're too much like Zach Levine when he gets a break you better be Zach Levine then right and or at least not. similar Great, you know what and, I mean? not,
1: and that's the issue so Zach you know had a tightest career a high with 50 points yeah 39 in the first half and was also the third most in the first half of a game in the past 25 seasons training only 42 and 40 that of Kobe Bryant Clay Thompson respectively in 2003 and 2016
2: so i mean this is a pretty historic yeah uh, uh game for Back. zach but you know what happens a lot of the times when you get these players that have like crazy stats they get like, oh so-and-so got 67 points in a game usually that team loses yeah
1: because
2: they're right. exactly exactly because he, they're, they're the only ones doing anything
1: yeah so again Zach zach's the only scoring threat right now and there's been games where he does facilitate those games are a little bit better.
2: Well, I mean, since since our boy Vucci Man came over, he's definitely done a lot of scoring, but. You still
1: need that third. You still need that third score. Exactly. We still need that third guy. I mean, that's the problem with the Bulls, man. These two guys score, and everyone's like, oh, I'm just going to watch everybody. But I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, they just got their second guy. So, I mean,
2: that's, that was a big thing that yeah. I, I was watching the post game, and um, Will Perdue was talking a lot about that. That's why you need the third guy. Because once they decided to, to double and triple team Zach Levine, well, now you got Vooch. Well, somebody's going to cover him. Where's that third guy that's open that just hit that open shot anytime?
1: E, if you're getting triple team, that means two guys are open. Right. Right. Those should be easy baskets. Right. All day. But the it, thing is, the Bulls—they—they they, they like to hide behind the three-point yes, line. Yes. And you ain't got great three-point shooters. So
2: I mean, I, like I said before, and I will say it again, it really is reliant to see what happens with Patrick Williams. If he can become a star, this team, this team as a whole, has a true chance. Mm-hmm. But this, this year and next year, we're really going to tell you everything you need to know because sometimes these guys don't come off on fire right away, like Luka Doncic did. Right. You, sometimes you need that that first. He's again, he's 19. Yeah, needs seasoning so he needs some seasoning, he's some salt and pepper some kosher salt something you know what i mean like mrs with mrs dash whatever you need to put some Lowry's on that sucker give me some some alobo and everything we already got a lowry and he's not that good lowry is just fine okay stop hating on lowry 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 marketing is just fine off the bench yeah and again a a good part of his career has been marred by injury i can't so every time you get started you're injured again that's not his fault hey all
1: right. Well, the Bulls, they will host the Grizzlies and the Cavs this weekend before traveling to Boston to play the Seas on Monday. So, so. we're going to see
2: Dandy Tice get his first action uh, back against the, uh, the, the team Boston, here. and we get to see Mo Wagner play against the team who didn't want him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish we would have had him. That would have been so much fun to say his name all the time. Uh, Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the True Chicago
2: Sports Fans Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Yeah, our favorite time of the year, baseball season is here, so let's talk a little Chicago baseball. This is three up and three down.
0: I think I'll perplex him with my slow
1: ball. One, two, three strikes, Z, tell me what's going on in the south side. South side, south side. So today is Sunday, and um, they're playing Kansas City, and they blew this. Game. Yes, it, they blew big chunks. Literally, like four minutes ago. Yeah, there you go. So I'm very disappointed. I wish I can hear what Ozzy's saying, but we gotta work. <laughs> Someone's gotta play for the big guys' lap dances. Oh man! Yeah. The White Sox open the home season, uh, home opener versus the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> what a day, I man! I was excited to be in attendance after such a long time. You know, it, it was good to be back in the ballpark. I knew
2: you were up to something when I started seeing your Snapchats. Oh yeah, because it was like I was like, man, that's real weird. Why? It's like your phone is tilted.
1: Permanently. Oh, man. Look at that. It's like an action shot. You can't stop moving. And then I figured out what. Yeah. 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 (laughs) yeah. Well, you know what? There was a rain delay and I had to uh, go see some friends at a couple different establishments Uh in the local area. So, you know, I had to occupy my time. Mm. I was able to see Joe and Mike from Great Clothing Company, though. That's dope. Yeah. That was was super cool, man. Picked up this sweet hat. I see it, man. That's dope. And they got one from the north side like this, too. I can't wait. Yeah. That's where we get you one. All right. So, uh... On that note, check out Great Clothing Company. <laughs> That's right. Check out greatclothingco.com and use our promo code CHUFAN15 for 15% off your entire order.
2: Dude, I saw you on TV, man.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah, I you saw, saw you on me? TV. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching Fox 32. There was a reporter that was talking to y'all. Yeah, Patrick Elwood uh, showed up. He was uh, outside. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So he showed up and he's like, you guys want to be on TV? We're like, yeah. And I was like, um, can we get... My hoodie because you know, I got my true Chicago fans uh-huh. hoodie on, and then we had great clothing company that little van there. I was like, Can you get us all in the shot? He's like, Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, over. I saw you guys like right in the beginning. I was like, Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely a fun time. Uh, let's see, let, let's get to the news right here. All Good right, news. right, Jeremy yeah, Mercedes homeward in his Chicago debut with a moonshot. Yeah, he did 485 feet, almost hit the concourse. He, dude, this guy, <laughs>
2: he's he, it's like if, if Prince Fielder didn't have that so much gut. Yeah. Like, he's just out there swinging the Batman, and, and, and good for him. Good for him.
1: Good for him, yeah. He, you know, he's, what, 27, so he was a minor leaguer career guy. Right. So, so it's nice to see these guys come through. Uh, Lance Lynn shuts out the Royals in a complete game shutout. This is another guy that looks like he just, you know, sits at the end of the bar just chugging, you know, old style. Lance Lynn looks like a Sox fan. That's what he looks like.
2: Hey, hey.
0: The, guy, the, guys, the, right guy. the
2: guys that hang out in the local bar, the place that with the old style sign yeah. and just sits there and wears out that bar and just like, you you know he's got a seat somewhere where his like elbows are indented. The, yeah, they're the grooved
1: in. Yeah, you get to the <laughs> bar. You're Like it's got a plaque, you know, right? Dance, right. And see, don't sit there. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this guy's legit. And uh, um, another good news MVP though, this uh, this past week hit his uh, 200th homer with his second grand slam of the season. Wow, yeah, so that was 200 yeah. homers this uh, for his career.
2: Yeah, when they were playing Seattle, he went out there and smacked. And look, again, I-, I like him, I have nothing against the guy, I just mm-hmm. want to see if he can. Do what he did in sixty over one uh, one sixty two.
1: That's what I want to see. He's been a consistent, consistent twenty five homer. You know, eighty to hundred R- RBI. It should be higher than that, right? But he also didn't have help in his early years. That's and that's true. That's true. He didn't have any protection, so they would just you know not give him, not feed him anything good, right? All right. For the bad news, the defense to be the, continues to be mediocre, just like me pronouncing words. <laughs> <laughs> LaRusso has been mismanaged the bullpen a couple games, and and. This is just boiling my water here. We hired the most experienced manager, and they try to prove hey, this is the guy we need to have to take these young kids and these veterans to the next level to win the championship. And guess what? You're mismanaging bullpen? We brought you here to manage but you we hire you not to be Ricky, and you pulled two Ricky, two Ricky's, and, and one uh, boiled up. Can't even, th- go ahead, man. So, go ahead. so, check
2: this out. This is, again, one of my favorite things that came out of this whole thing my boy Lino Goldsmith took to uh, Facebook and he had something to say about this mm. and he says so far i'm not impressed by Tony LaRusse's magic what magic oh, okay so you know what my response was
1: cuz he's disappearing oh, into sleep my-
2: <laughs> i couldn't help myself <laughs> what'd you say i said well that's cuz he's 107 107 years old all that's left in that <laughs> all that's left in that bag of tricks is empty boxes of just ferment and crushed budweiser cans left over from
1: seattle or uh, St. Louis. Well, he did used to hang out with Care- uh, Harry Carey, so yeah. Hey,
2: I mean, look, <laughs> tell tell me I'm wrong. Tell me
1: I'm wrong. You're not wrong. That's a lot of just for men, bro. That's a lot of <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, the White Sox. Um, you know, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for this. He should not be mismanaging this 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 uh bullpen at all. And it looks like he made a couple of moves today that I wasn't agreeing with, and they ended up losing.
2: Bro, y'all look like there's a bunch of Eloys out there. Except no one's hitting.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Adam Ian hit a home run today. So we'll see about that. Okay, one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lastly, the White Sox are down two bombers in Anderson, Jimenez, and someone else just went down, too. You know, we had Billy Hamilton just, it was on a double steal. He's staying third. He slid right over it. And then all of a sudden, he grabs his hamstring. And I'm like, oh, great. Yep. Another guy just started hitting. Great defensively. A good, you know, guy that stretches the bases. Now he's down, too. So now you're down three guys. You're a speed guy, too. Right. You're down three guys. And. We're still leading the league in walks. Look, we can't score. It sounds like what the what the what the north side is doing.
2: The north side <laughs> is notoriously, I, I, it just with this crew, they're notoriously bad with running it's runners really in scoring position, position yep. and living and dying by the home run. So, we, we not talk about that right now. So <laughs> Well,
1: the Sox will be playing Cleveland. <sighs> ohio (laughs) (laughs) and they'll face the car mines and for those of you don't know what the car mines are those are the red Sox, as uh hawk harrelson used to refer to don't nobody want to hear from old ass hawk harrelson that's why he was put out to pasture bro man at this point you could have him coach (laughs) (laughs) all right man any any cubs news man cubs chicago
2: cubs chicago cubs closer craig kimbrough Say that five times fast. It's a lot of club. Nope. Nope. I'm no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Our boy, Craig, Craig, Craig Gimble <laughs> closed out the Pittsburgh Pies and 4 to win last Thursday to become the 12th pitcher in major league history with 350 career saves. When he was asked what the difference is between now and the last couple seasons, Kimball just shrugged his shoulders and he says throwing strikes. That's the
1: biggest thing. Yeah. His shoulders, right. That's what it is.
2: Um, also, Bryant, Baez, and Rizzo all homered to help Arietta get the win last week against the Pirates. With the Cubs trailing by run in the top of the seventh, Baez reached out for a low changeup from Pirates starter Tyler Anderson and stuck snuck out a two-run homer over the left field ball. It was one of those golf shots
1: again. He loved oh, those. Right. Yeah, it was. Out, it was like completely out of the zone. Uh-huh. He just golfed it out, right?
2: You know, that's the thing is that that, sec- that was Javi's second uh, home run of the season, and he got another uh, one in the loss against uh, Pittsburgh on Sunday. But it's really important because like i said before what happens with this team is really reliant on what happens with javi baez right and chris bryant yeah. those are the two players and and you know that javi's gonna have a bad slump at some point in the season so it's good to see him kind of smacking the pelota really hard this in the beginning
1: <laughs> of the season Don't smack him too hard
2: yeah so i mean like at least that's happening now so hopefully if when he does have a slump it's kind of like in may and then he can kind of ramp back up
1: well we know how baseball is like Hitting will be good, pitching will be bad. Right. Pitching will be good, defense is bad. You know, and both teams are kind of going through that that phase right now. I don't think... That baseball players take the spring training as seriously. No, 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 no,
2: no. Not, I mean, it, well, I mean, there's going out there. It depends. Some certain guys went out there early and they're doing everything they can. When I think of guys like Ariada, that's exactly who I think of. That's going to be, you know, he'll show up to spring training like two days early and sit there and just, you know, well, he's already there. He's already there, right? But you know, even earlier, he's you mm-hmm. call up Ross here, whoever else is catching at the time and just like, hey, man, I need you out there now. Get there now. And hey, um. So yeah, it was weird. Uh, in that game against the uh, the Pirates, the the Cubs lost a challenge. Um, when you know Wilson Contreras was uh, accused of an illegal slide at second base, <laughs> and they took the run off the board, and yeah. the Cubs ended up losing that one. But it was so it wasn't a. a a key factor in the game, but it still sings nonetheless because you know, you that kind of thing it's dominant in effect. the back It's of your a domino head, effect you know?
1: one but one bad thing goes on and you're like, oh it stuck it sticks in your head and you're like, oh and then you, you're not either you're not hitting, right. or you're not fielding correctly. Again, it's a domino effect when one bad thing goes wrong. It gets and it just
2: yeah, like I said, it gets it gets stuck in the back of your head. Yeah, and you start to focus on that, and you start to worry about that, and, and then then you do the things that you do. Uh former Cub Dexter Fowler tore his ACL this week, and he's gonna be out for the rest of the season. Damn, um, he just went over to the car uh, to the Angels uh from the cardinals back in february and he joined his former manager joe madden
1: yeah we got to see him in the uh first series he played pretty well
2: yeah i I, i've always always been a fan of dexter I loved how he came back in the 16th season because he had them for, uh, for 2015 on a one-year deal. I want to say he came up with the... He was on the Rockies and the Astros and I was like, man, I feel like this kid never got a chance. Comes over here, wins the World Series. Good for him. I really liked him and Hayward hey, together. Unfortunately, the market said that he deserved more than the Cubs were willing to pay. So he was one of the, the guys that, that was the first to
1: go, but uh, I, I I hope the best for him, man. Yeah, we, we, you never want to wish any uh, bad injuries on a player, so... Hopefully he gets a speedy recovery and he makes his way back to the MLB roster.
2: Hopefully. Uh, So. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) The big, burly, mustachioed reliever Andrew Chafin is definitely winning over Cubs fans this season. First, with his resemblance to Rod Beck, Uh, it seems like he's looking for a way to get around town. He took to Twitter to ask the fans for a lead on the car. He said, hey, Cubs fans, I'm looking to buy an old beater car for like 2 k to drive around the city because my truck is way too big for the narrow streets here. Must be a manual transmission. Ha <laughs> cut me a good deal. And we can mix in some tic- free tickets throughout the season. That is awesome. I love that. Absolutely. It's great. Are you serious? have you seen this guy
1: i i have not because i haven't been able to watch a lot of Cubs games i just catch the replays and stuff but so this is this is just like literally you remember rod Beck? just the, yeah i do the, remember the right big on, guy yeah.
2: with the mustache and just kind of like look look like he's chewing on you know like eight pounds of tobacco all the time yeah he this guy he looks like he belongs on the 1984 poster of the chicago Cubs. like <laughs> legit he's just this big monstrous I always find it fascinating to see like giant guys, mm-hmm. not just thin guys, like just giant dudes like throwing a baseball.
1: That's last As a slim. pitcher, right? That's last letter. Right, right. Dude. Bartolo Colon looking dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a prototype, there it is.
2: Right, and it's and it's amazing. I mean, um, to to see these big dudes chucking that that little pill, it's it's always funny. Um, the funny thing is, is that, you know, when we're speaking around getting around town, mm-hmm. as you know, the bearded righty, Jake, Arietta is back on the north side after three seasons in Philly. Um, Chicago is a familiar place to him. You know, he pitched here from 2013 to 2017. But the 35 year old spent the last couple of days riding his electric scooter around town and reacquainting himself with familiar spots while running into Cubs fans. Arietta, who lives close to Wrigley Field, said he rides a scooter to the ballpark and enjoys sparking conversations with people walking by when sitting at a stop sign
1: or a stoplight. That's gotta be weird. Like you're at a stoplight, and you're like, "What the? That's just yes, that's- yes, exactly."
2: So he was actually on the radio the other day. Um, I want to say it was with Waddle and Sylvie because he used to be on them with, uh, be on with them weekly. And that's one of the things that they talked about. So they actually got him to say on air what scooter it was, what the color was, all this stuff. Because they're like, hey, is it a cuppy blue? And I think it was like an off-white something or other. But anyway, it was funny. He was like, oh, you just want to blow up my spot, huh? Okay. Hey, I do it anyway. So I think it's it's dope. It reminds me of back in the day when you hear the stories of like Ron Santa leaving the game and then going across the street and having a beer with the fans. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of what that reminds me of. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I loved Arietta. He had one of the best pitching tenures of, in, in the history of baseball with that Cy Young, two no-hitters, and winning World Series in his first go with the Cubs. And he's already enjoying the benefits of being memorable, but his return to the Cubs after three seasons in
1: Philly made the heart grow fonder for Cubs fans. Well, most definitely. He's actually one of the few Cub players that I really uh, enjoy watching. And I and I rooted for him. I was sad to see him go because I I, don't, I thought his tenure was cut short here. I don't. I, I think, you thought he was he was good to go?
2: I think when you looked at the difference between Jake Arrieta at the time and you Darvish oh, at no, that no, time. No, 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 that's different. No, no, that's, no, that's not. Because you got to remember, regardless of why you're a fan or what made you a fan or how long you've been a fan, it's still a business. It is. So when you're looking at that, your job is to get better every year. Now... Jake Arrieta was going on downswing when he left Chicago. Right, you Darvish was starting uh, upswing, to come back. Yeah. And when he finally, fig- when we all finally figured out what the Astros did,
1: mm-hmm.
2: hey, you Darvish got his groove back. Oh yeah, he right. Did. And next thing you know, he's off to to, uh, to a contender after to we kind of got him got him going here. But we brought brought back Arrieta, and what I'm saying is that three year absence made us forget about the bad things we didn't like about him. We just remember the good things. No, agreed. And that's why you do need that time, but you can bring those guys back, and
1: then you know. That, I that's, think this was the right situation for him to come back in. Right, was and, and no, no pressure, and you know you, you know the coach.
2: Well, it's it's not just that. It's it's like I said before. Sometimes you need to restart. Sometimes you need to refresh, especially someone of his age. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is that the Chicago Cubs are where he had the best games of his career the best stats the best plays of his career but he also came here and reinvented himself from what he was when he was with the Orioles no one knew what he was going to turn into no we didn't so knowing that and like I said last show he does have the capability to essentially reinvent reinvent himself a second time right because he's not
1: the same pitcher anymore.
2: he's not the same pitcher but he is smart enough to figure out how to pitch to his abilities now and he's doing well that's great uh, the Cubs are going to play the Braves for a weekend set, and then uh, the Mets are going to come to the
1: north side to start next week. Those are two very hard series.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're starting to kind of move into really important parts of your schedule, even though it's early. So we'll see what
1: happens. That's right. All right, like I said, it's going to be a tough series with the Mets because, you know, they got the Grom, who has been losing games, and he's only been giving up like one run a game.
2: That's a shame for a guy like that. Yeah. I mean, you never want to see that, but unless this is until the Cubs win.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our friends at Grit Clothing Company. Hey,
2: true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order, that's gritclothingcode.com and use our
1: promo code TrueFan15. Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Yeah, it's that time again, brother. Uh oh, yeah, you know what time it is? It's oh. time for stirring the pot. Oh, All right, I got an easy one. Just because you know, I'm continuing that that feeling for summer. I'm longing for it. it the weather's kind of crappy right now. But yeah, we, I, whatever you about to say, I know we about to fight because you about to say something crazy. <laughs> That's all I know. I was gonna, I'm going to keep it simple this <laughs> week. It, I, was, I had a good one, but I'm going to keep it simple this week. Uh-huh. All right. So burgers on the griddle or on the grill? on the griddle what is this mcdonald's <laughs> who the hell's
2: cooking burgers <laughs> on a griddle what am i making pancakes and burgers together no 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 Ugh, that's
1: uh, disgusting the eight okay well how do you cook pancakes on a griddle? on a griddle on a uh, yeah. Pan- yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. Well, what, what is this what, what, i told what you i gave you me these stuff? Stuff? it's a layup this week but i'm agree with you but have you ever had a, what's called a big baby it's a south side baby. Uh, Well my one daughter was <laughs> She's still a big baby <laughs> No, no it's, it's called i called never a, heard of a big baby It's a big baby and it's, You know the burgers cooked on a griddle It's like a double patty and It's just, it's a really good thing It's hard to explain uh-huh. It's really good But it's a south side thing oh. You know it, they don't serve that on the north side Okay, that's a comfort of all, food from this outside. the
2: south side. The north side is different in different parts, though, because we the, the part of the north side that we came from ain't the same part of the oh, north no. side that most people when they see all oh, the north side, <laughs> that that, no, that is not the part no, of the north no, side no. we came from. So not it's a all. little it's a little bit different.
1: I gave you a little bit of a layup this week.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. First of all, grilled. We're just gonna we're make sure we we conclude that that grilled is the way to go. Oh, of one. course, of course, and uh, everything grilled everything grilled and and let me uh, what if i'm talking about that i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you right now burger king does not get enough
1: respect for grilling for
2: grilling the damn burger <laughs> it tastes grilled it actually tastes like a burger that came off the grill yes and like you get mcdonald's and you're like oh someone dipped that in bacon <laughs> like just sat there and just sat in grease you know
1: why does this taste like syrup
2: yeah, yeah. well yeah well that's because yeah. they they made the bun out of uh, pancakes yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you forgot about that don't didn't you what, they what? literally hit they made that's what the mcgriddle is it is it is a sausage and egg sandwich with a pancake bread thing it, it tastes okay it, it's fine yeah i mean it is the best thing you ever had when you're drunk yes in your, in your life because you're like it's like a burger but also it's breakfast
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> what's, what's a good place to get a grilled burger Ooh. You're the food connoisseur here uh,
2: Well I would say If you just head on over to the backyard of my house <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I mean it, There's so many different variations of burgers It just yep. really depends Because even like if you look at Steak and Shake Like oh they got good burgers They do. They use the griddle but it's a pressed griddle So their, their burgers are actually When they first throw it on there It actually looks like a hockey puck mm-hmm. And they use the spatula and flatten it out And that's why you, you kind of see the way it spreads um, If I'm going with like What chains I think have the best burgers I would say Culver's probably has the best, like, as a local chain. Yeah. If I'm going national chain, I'll yeah. probably say Wendy's. Wendy's got some fire burgers. They do. They're greasy as hell. Yeah. But, I mean, like, at least you know but that that's griddle, there's— right?
1: That's a griddle, right?
2: That's a griddle. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that not a lot of places—you asked me where—like, who's got the best grilled burger, like— yeah. What restaurants really use a grill like that?
1: Mm. Not often. No, not all. It's probably those local places, those, those mom and pop shops. Even like, then, like,
2: you're talking about the place where like everyone that's ever worked there is from the same Greek family? <laughs> like those are the still a griddle cooked burger. I used to work at Susie's back in the day. No way. I used to work at Susie's back in the day. And, and anyone from the north side knows Susie's, yeah. okay? Like I don't care what part of north side you're from. Yeah. I'm not a fan because i seen behind the scenes that oh, little shack yeah, they got yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like the two-room shack. Yeah, that you know, rent is still like seven hundred bucks in the city, um, and like I, I, you know, they're they're um, they do like seventy five different types of shakes and all that stuff, but they will griddle. They use the same thing, but they also do the like their gyros on the grill too. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah, it's not like pulled so
1: off the spit. They don't pull it off. Oh, it's they, not a
2: spit. It's like some I don't know where they get the meat it's from. It's off but, the bag. Yeah, and then they just warm I don't it know up. what that is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there's you know. And the funny thing is, is that most, like, you'll see, I think it's, it was a White Palace Grill or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. It's no still called a grill. They cook on a griddle. Yeah, they do grill. Most places don't use a grill grill in the way that we what think is, about
1: it. What is the billy goat? Okay. That's griddle, yeah. right? That's yeah. a griddle, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you'll know. You, you hear the hiss and you'll also see the flames come up. That's how you know if you're in a grill or not. <laughs> what about In-N-Out? In-N-Out? I've never had In-N-Out Burger. Oh, man. Or, or it's I've never had In-N-Out Burger. I've never had the Wall Burger or the the is decent
1: I've been you I know. went to Boston So I was like I have to you try it You went to Boston? Yeah, I was the Boston Did you lose your cash? I lost my cockies
2: <laughs> Your what? I'm
1: sorry what? You...
2: Hold on <laughs> Hold on I lost my cockies <laughs> Okay I'm getting cocky over there <laughs> Alright man Before we go Tell me What you looking at? What are you watching That is not sports? Well, well Today we're going to watch A little bit of sports
1: Entertainment Yeah, yeah. We're going to watch Night 2 of WrestleMania That's different Right but What I'm watching is the uh, Falcon and the Wilton, uh, well, Winter, uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, that guy, yeah, that guy. It, it's, it's been uh, it's been getting it's a slow introduction, uh huh, but it's been getting good. I'm on episode four, it's got really good, and um, it, it's, it's, it's again, it's referring a lot to the comics, which I'm not too familiar with, but I am familiar with the ending scene of episode, uh, episode four. Uh huh, I don't want to ruin it, no spoilers here, but this new Captain America. Yeah, I I haven't haven't seen. Not a fan of this. I haven't
2: seen it yet. The only thing I've seen are are the memes of the dude and all the death threats of this one guy and
1: all this stuff. Yeah, because that's look at the Captain America. You order on Wish. (laughs) 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 My, why do all these
2: gloves have six fingers? What the. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's it's one of those things, I think, after I watched WandaVision, I had a little bit of fatigue from it. Yeah. So I wasn't as gassed up to
1: watch that. Yeah, neither, neither was I.
2: And the, one of the things that I'm hearing is it's being compared to the pace of WandaVision. So you're going to get people that will watch the first episode and give up on it right away.
1: Yeah, it's something you definitely have to invest in because they're reestablishing this new phase. Right. So these new these new uh, WandaVision and, and the Winter Soldier and the Falcon this is the new phase so it's it's kind of like giving you that in between
2: yeah you know 100 agents of shield did the same thing right. they, they've made movies to fill in the gaps and things like that um and then you see the callbacks to some of the bigger characters um and, and yeah it's it's definitely interesting i love what disney is doing in as far as like giving you something to watch while you're waiting for the next movie to come out yes. but you're also giving attention to some of the the characters that might not have had their their story told Star. they've been doing this with Star Wars forever Star Wars has been doing this with Star Wars forever so you gotta just kind of match it up in your head like oh okay where does this go as far as like the, the storyline in, in general and as a whole and then when it once connect you're like
1: oh my god this is amazing yeah
2: so I'm watching, I am I, watching I'm i finishing up not boardwalk, not boardwalk I'm done already with that okay well that's good for you, <laughs> you you're also a single guy <laughs> yes. whose biggest responsibility is your bowling and your dog okay I'm not mad at you about it. I'm just saying, like, I got, I got responsibility. I got bills. I got kids. I got kids' bills, and I got softball like three, four times a week. And a wife. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So you got the family. You got the work. You got the other work. You got this, and I got softball, and I got these children who like to eat every day. So I got to make sure I show up at work. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff going on. My my free time is like, you know, an hour before I go to sleep when I get to watch TV. Yep. So what i'm finishing up is entourage i am at the last season i probably got a couple episodes left okay i'm not sure if they have the old the movie on it because i'd like to see the movie after watching the entire series okay um but yeah it was just by chance that i that I, it was on there i was just you know what it's been a while since since, since i went and hung out with Vinny chase and the boys <laughs> so i checked it out and i forgot like how crazy the series is gearing up to end you know with you know. It, look it's been out for like 10 years already um yeah, yeah. With, with with uh vin's going to rehab drama trying to figure out him working with dice clay and and the and the cartoon that they did and ari and his wife which i mean i forgot all about that so i, I don't even remember how it, how it ends so that's so yeah, nice i don't thing.
1: remember much about the series because one of the earlier series and i never rewatched it i watched the hell out of it so that's something that i'm gonna uh, it's on my list to rewatch, um along with the wire the you Wire know, is something I need to rewatch. I watched. I, I didn't watch The Wire on this first run.
2: I watched it uh, probably a couple of years ago. I watched maybe the first season, and it was a HBO free trial, and yeah. then like, and then I didn't have it anymore. I think it was when I was recovering from when I got my surgery. Yeah. Um, it, it it wasn't gender reassignment, just to be clear. Um, but I was watching a lot. I, I think I watched like the first like season and a half of West Wing until I forgot about it because something else came on. Yeah. It was a lot of shows that I started watching when I was re- in recovery, but. Um, yeah, I want to see like the first season and a half of the Wire, and then the 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 free trial ran out, and, I, and then I forgot about it, yeah. and it happens. it happens. All right, E, let's get out of here. Yeah, we got some wrestling to watch. That's right. <laughs> All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, Six O Six Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingcode.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Shout out to RoNesh and shout out to our super producer, Jay Soto. Super duper. Want to start a podcast or have your show sound as clean as ours? You can find everything you need at jaysotomedia.com and don't forget to check us out on social media you can find us at true shy fans on twitter that's at true chi fans on twitter and on TikTok. find us on facebook instagram youtube spotify and reach out to us on our email we want to hear from you guys you're stirring the pot your movie recommendations what shows we should be talking about and watching reach us at true chicago sports at gmail.com before we go we got to talk about the passing of a legend earl simmons Better known as the rapper DMX, he died last Friday at White Plains Hospital in White Plains, New York, according to a statement from his family. He's been on life support for the past few days following a heart
1: attack. Z, you want to say a few words about DMX? Yeah, DMX was probably one of my first concerts. um, Mm -hmm. And I wasn't exposed to a lot of concerts growing up. um, So I I was able to see him in concert. He was amazing. Um, You know, he was at the height when we were in high school. So like 98, 99, 2000. In 2001 that, those were his biggest years so for me to see this man grow and then be in movies mm-hmm. and uh, keep doing it big but then go through his struggles right and, and, and his demons and, and and his issues and it was just a reoccurring thing and you know everybody says that after back like, oh it could have been avoided you, you unless you're in yeah. that man's shoes you you can't dictate what's going on you know like I was just talking about you know watching Entourage yeah Hey,
2: and, and yes, it's a story. But anyone can fall into bad habits. Any, any things can happen to anyone. So it's unfortunate. It's sad to see uh, his downward downward spiral. He was only 50 years old when he passed. And to be honest, we were talking about this before. I wasn't a big DMX guy. Right. When I was in high school, I was big into underground hip hop and anything that was played on the radio. Like that's garbage. That's we commercial. Don't like that. That's commercial hip hop. You know what I mean? Like the backpacks, the big headphones, all that good stuff. Um, the Adidas and all that stuff, but I tell you know who was a giant DMX fan? Who? Our producer Jay Soto. Oh. I remember the talent show when he was up there oh, with the, on the top glove, of, we, and the top of the yes, speaker. When yes, he, he killed it. Bro. With he the killed glo- it. He was he had the gloves and the shirt and he's you know what I mean. So like I know that it, and I know that for, for Jay this is probably hard to take. Um, he was also uh, he actually became friendly over the years with Fight uh, yeah. you know from from Tribe that passed away. So he he just kind of memorialized him for you know the the uh, uh, anniversary of his passing too so um but yeah we just wanted to mention dmx because yeah. you know he's very into it i wasn't super into him but i know being a music fan and, and and someone that really enjoys different types of music i understand the um the effect that he's had on a lot of people
1: right and, and you know there's songs like x gonna give it to you rough riders anthem where the hood at party up right but there was a lot of songs on the b-sides that that were really good like slipping I mean, it's a slower song, yeah. and he's just, you know, going out there. Um, those are a couple songs that are out there, but, I mean, if, if you're not familiar with DMX, give him a listen. Um, rest in peace, Dark and X.
0: I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food and let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures. Only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only acts that I interpret. And give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. Showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light, and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good, our dogs being Brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see, that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it, because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. It's strange, almost got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tears, song. Huh? And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Faso, and Dre's brother Dan. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. It's all good, cause I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right.
2: All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E Rock. We will see you next week for episode 41. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. X gonna give it to you.
0: A few moments later.
2: You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth.
0: Love boy. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> Hasta luego amigos. Show's over. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs>